Hello! Ladies and gents, welcome to episode number 11 of Bourbon, Beer, and Beyond. And uh, I'm pretty sure we apologized at the beginning of episode 10 for being so absent. And here we are, one episode again, apologizing for being so absent. But you know, life happens. We're three dudes that have jobs, and uh, we also have lives on top of that. And we're not raging alcoholics that regularly get together all the time to drink and talk about it. So, here we are. And it's spring and we're busy going outside and stuff. Right, it's really nice out. Yeah, we're <laughs> busy. Sometimes. We're drinking outside now instead of inside. <laughs> so, we're just changing up the scenery. The acoustics right? aren't as good out there. So. No, we don't have the proper podcasting materials to come to you live uh, from the outdoors. So, bear with us. But uh, we will eventually, I know we probably say this at the end of almost every episode, but we'll eventually get back on track here and uh, I mean, I don't know about you two, but I kind of missed it, you know, like, having that... Yeah, I was really bored for a while. Yeah. I didn't have much to do outside of work. I was like, man, I need to yeah. talk about some booze with some people. Exactly, man, and, and drink good beer and talk about it, yeah. Um, but, uh, so as far as what I was going to talk about news-wise, I think we had all kind of decided that collectively we are just going to talk about kind of what I was going to talk about, because Dan was going to talk about what I was going to talk about. So there's just a lot going on, and... Uh, so we're gonna just talk about that at the end. So we'll we'll keep we're that on drink first. Yeah, we'll keep that on the hush hush for now. But uh, so I don't have any bourbon news. Um, I don't know what your news is gonna be, but this isn't bourbon related. But Yingling's here now. It is. And I've already gone through like uh, two cases. So yeah, yeah, good job. Yeah, life's been good. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Today actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right before I came over here. Yeah. Uh, but While yeah, riding the bike over here. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pounded. Cycling and pounded beers. Yeah. All right. I'm slowly working through a case at the house, but mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't really been home to drink very often, so. Yeah. <laughs> Shame. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> Adults' responsibilities and stuff. <laughs> All right, but yeah, you're, you're, you've got the floor. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so I guess the only real beer related news that I. Uh, it's more so an upcoming event. Cool. Uh, by the time this goes live, it'll probably be in the past, but. So it'd be cool to talk about it right now. Um, this weekend, Friday and Saturday, um, in, in addition to Thunder Over Louisville going down. Mm, um, I don't know how much of it's going to go down, though, with the rain, dude. Well, I'll be at work uh, forever, and I won't be able to get back to Indiana because of the road closures That's true. for a long time. So it's going to be going down for me. Yeah, it is. You're right. Going yeah, if it's raining, people are going to be going to you because it's indoors. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You're going to be slammed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ripped. I've already, I've already accepted that. And then I'll have a... Small week hiatus before I get wrecked for Derby Week too. Oh so. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I like handle all the large party reservation details, and I've had like forty in the past. Like, Damn. For like between last week and through Derby Week, there's like forty. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You've been getting calls from like Coolio and Lance Bass and shit. Not yet. <laughs> I'm holding a table for Coolio, but <laughs> I have not heard back from him. Might have to let him go. <laughs> yeah. He's got till tomorrow to let me know. <laughs> to go into the next famous so, person. So if you're listening, Coolio, uh, <laughs> hit him up. He's our top subscriber. <laughs> don't don't let that sure. go. Right, yeah. 
Uh, anyways, this weekend, if you're trying to avoid the mess that is going to be Louisville during Thunder, uh, shoot on over to E-Town um, for a Three Floyds weekend at the Bourbon Barrel Tavern. Uh, they're doing a, an unofficial Three Floyds tap takeover um, that will take over 10 of their 28 taps, all Three Floyds products. Some of our favorites, of course, uh, including Robert the Bruce, Alpha King, Gumball Head, Yum Yum, uh, the Space Station Middle Finger I saw was on there. Um, a bunch. Cool. Uh, ten, to be exact. Really? Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> um, they're also giving away some uh, some Three Floyds glassware uh, when you purchase a pint during their happy hour, which I believe is four to seven uh, on those weekend days. Um, they're giving away some Three Floyds t-shirts and hats. Uh, they're doing a custom customized create-your-own uh, Three Floyds flight for six bucks, <laughs> uh, which is a pretty good deal. I would I would jump on that, and they're also having like some uh, raffle and door prize, kind of bigger events. So it takes up the whole weekend to be pretty cool. Let you get some really good beer and avoid the thunder fuck that's going to be thunder over. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's the only only way to put it. Really. Yeah, Yeah, that's the only uh, only news I had for the moment. Cool. Well, Dan has already questioned it. It is a Woodford Reserve mini bottle which you actually left oh, at a party at Dan's house one time is it that exact bottle it was so cute I had to steal it that's adorable I know isn't it <laughs> I mean god look at it it's so precious the sad part is we, I, we barely got into it well you only drank that much and then you dipped out and then I was like I thought what? you had left that and then it disappeared yeah I got it this asshole <laughs> stole it apparently that's shady yeah it is it's I'm fine a, I got a full bottle with her at the house so. exactly yeah I'm, I'm seedy what can I say <laughs> uh, so within this mini Woodford bottle is not Woodford. Oh, you dirty boy. It is a 60-40 combination, uh, 60% Old Weller Special Reserve, 90 proof. One of my favorites. And, no. It, yeah, you like the, I've let you try that, but you're, you're talking about the antique, right? Is yes. The one you like, the one you have? Yeah. So, uh, 60 or 40% of this is, go- wait, what did I say? You're the one that's you just saying. confused the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just start over? Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. This is 60% Old Weller Special Reserve, 90 proof. Mm-hmm. 40% Old Weller Antique 107. So th- there's a recipe online for Poor Man's Pappy, which is supposed to give you the Lot B or the Old Van Rip 12 or 10 year. If you take the 12 year Van or uh, Old Weller and put it with. Uh, the antique, but I don't have the 12 year, so we're just gonna do poor, poor man's pappy and uh, do it the way I did it. Third world country pappy? Yeah, <laughs> put it that way. Um, gutter pappy? Gutter pappy, yeah. <laughs> Title of the episode Gutter, gutter pappy. That's it. Remember, I gotta remember that. Um, I kind of took a sample of this earlier when I put it together. Uh, but you know, I shook it up, let it, let it blend, let it, uh, you know, uh, blend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so we're going to try it. Who knows what it's going to taste like. So both of these are weeded bourbons, obviously from Buffalo Trace. And, um, the, with it being weeded, they are a little bit spicier. Um, at least in my opinion. Uh, but the antique is pretty hot. Uh, but it's also a high proof at 107, so it's going to come in a little bit hot like that. But even the 90 proof uh, special reserve is a little, a little got a little sting to it. Um, but the noses on both of them separately is phenomenal. So I'm kind of intrigued to see what the nose is on this. It's pretty good, I'll tell you. I got 
my sniffer in there while you were yeah. while you were giving us a rundown. Oh, I was yabbing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of caramel on it. A lot of caramel. Mm-hmm. It's it very sweet. Great. Yep. Got some fruits. Um, got some bushel of fruits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just an assortment of fruit. Smorgasbord. Fruit basket, if you will. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm getting some orange. Getting that zest of an orange. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's taste this bourbon. Yep, it still has the spice. That did not go away. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cut pretty well though with the. Mm-hmm. With the ninety proof, right? Right. Yeah. 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 That's why I did the higher end so that it would calm it down. Just a yeah. Scoosh. Yeah. Now there's one recipe, or not recipe, but just you know, uh, putting together of the bourbons that you put like uh, limestone water in there to cut it again to smooth it down so mm-hmm. that it's supposed to have a little bit more of an aged, uh, I guess, palate to it. But I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I I can't say that I can dissect. You know, if you handed this to me and said there's two out of the three old wellers in this, which one is it? I don't know if I could tell you. You yeah. know, but I can definitely. Um... Like get the flavor of the old willow that I'm used to though. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I haven't actually. I think this would be my first time having any old weller. It's hard to come by so. because people caught on to the fact that it is basically Pappy Painwinkle, just with a different label and a hell of a lot better price tag on it. Yeah. So like when um, uh, Total Wine gets in the Special Reserve, which is where I bought this one, it literally says one per customer. Like you can't buy more than one. And I don't know. I was with my dad when I went, and he. We walked out and he's like, I don't know what I was thinking. Or we were already on the way home. He's like, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm another customer. We yeah. could have bought two of those. I'm like, damn it, Dad. You screwed this all up. Of course, he goes back the next day after work and they're all sold out. So yeah. That's wild. Well, we went like two years ago. We were in Cincinnati. We literally went hunting we, for that. We went to like three or four different liquor stores. Big liquor stores, yeah, too. Yeah, just looking for that specifically. And we ended up finding some. Uh, At a hole in the wall... Random, random place. In like, like a commer- in a commercial like shopping center. They had the old Weller antique, the one point seven fives. Yeah. So I remember it was like fifty bucks, but I'm still holding on to that. So Me too. I've, like I've two been years nursing ago. that for two years. Yeah. Yeah, I've still got probably about that much in there. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's solid. So yeah. I mean I don't know if we really want to rate this necessarily because we're not you know, we're we're rating two different uh it's not a real thing. It's not, right. But, I mean... I do like the creativity behind it, though. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking, you know, we've been absent for a while, do something a little bit different. Yeah. But I was kind of thinking that maybe in the uh, coming episode, we could maybe review them separately, and then maybe, um, if I don't drink this, uh, <laughs> I'll keep it. And if I do, I can just combine it again. Yeah. And then we could do kind of like a taste test to see, um, you know, what characteristics of the Special Reserve... And characteristics of the antique that we pick up as they're drank together, you know. So yeah. Could be kind of interesting, but I mean, it's good. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, I mean, we should say we just talked about it, but if you happen to find some. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Especially. Pick it up because, I mean, I hadn't really heard about it a whole lot until right. we had gone to go tasting at a liquor store in Louisville and mm-hmm. kind of learned about it. Yeah. I hadn't heard about it before that. Right. Um, but it is a very, very good and well-priced bourbon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, and it's becoming like any other bourbon that gets called on, like, you know, 
I think MSRP for benchmark like four or five years ago, or it may not even be that long, was like five ninety nine or six ninety nine. Like it was dirt cheap, and now you can't find it most places for like nine ninety nine. So I mean, it's not a huge price gap, but they found out that people like it mm-hmm. and they're buying the shit out of it. Yeah. So they're going to mark it up. That's how it works. Right. So Weller, the very first time I saw it before I even like got like really into the whole bourbon thing. I saw it for as low as like you know twelve ninety nine I think somewhere and that was for a, a fifth and now you can't find a fifth for like twenty dollars or less you know so it's yeah. only going to keep going up so wow yeah this is delicious yeah I don't know if it's because I just haven't had bourbon in a while because I've been yeah. doing other stuff right but yeah this is just hitting hitting all the right spots today yeah it's like it's got the burn but it's not like overwhelming mm-hmm. you know and the flavor is just it's there. You get everything you want out of a bourbon. You get the caramel, the vanilla. I got a little butterscotch, uh, and then the fruit on the back end. You know the sweetness, uh, and then again, I still got a little bit of the orange, kind of that zest on on the palate too. So everything on the nose kind of follows through on the old palate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I was able to do that. I just kind of I was just sitting there looking at all my bourbon. And I was like. I don't want to talk about how shitty that one is. I don't want to talk about this one because I can't remember if we already talked about that one. <laughs> so, and I didn't have time to go out and buy any today. So I was like, oh, screw it. I'll just combine these. And for Christmas, I got my dad one of those um, age your own bourbon barrel things. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I want to, like, I've got a lot of bottles that just got, like, you know, a couple sips or, like, a pour left in them. And I'm thinking about, like, just pouring those into this barrel and then marking what it is and like how much I put in there and then like letting it faux age if you will and then see what it tastes like at the end of four months or something you know yeah could be cool. an, could be an interesting experiment so I mean you might as well like you said you, if you're just getting rid of the last little bit what else are you gonna do with right that? yeah and it's like Heaven Hill and like Johnny Walker and like not Johnny Walker but uh oh no I can't remember it it's from Willet but um you know it's 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 bourbons that are good but they're not like top shelf or whatever so it'd just be interesting to throw it all together and see what it tastes like at the end of it so well that's all i got yeah i was i was a fan of that yeah cool i'm ready for a cold crisp refreshing beer me too let me go get those please all right steve what are we drinking here so uh yeah again i got a couple uh brews shipped to me recently by a good friend i'll say no more uh, up in Wisconsin. Um, these two brews are from Barley John's Brewing Company, which I had never heard of before. Um, the two I have today, I have their, it's called Little Barley. Uh, it's their Session Ale, and so then there's also the Wild Brunette. Electronically is a word, but not electronical. I, yeah, not electronical. Okay. All right, we're good. I, I, did a hybrid, I did a hybrid of electronically, and then I tried. I During tried the break, the Tyler said the word electronical which is not a word definitely not it's fun electronically is and oh yeah it was just an abbreviation of that <laughs> sure <laughs> sure we're gonna let it go tyler now, <laughs> now everyone's gonna know it's fine i just wanted to let you all know that i was like 42 percent right yeah 100 <laughs> percent. you were 100 percent 42 percent right all the time <laughs> anyways this little barley uh session ale from Barley Johns Brewing Company out of New Richmond, Wisconsin. Uh, they originally, the founder or original brewer, however you want to look at it, uh, actually started their roots are in Minnesota. Uh, and then the uh, the demand kind of outgrew his home brew production 
So he opened up a brew pub in across the border, Wisconsin. Um, so now that's where they're like bottle and canned and that's where the brew pub is and all that fun stuff. Um, the description on the can for this is my fine American ale is brewed with choice barley and hops for smooth, easy drinking enjoyment. Not bitter, not sweet. Mmm. Mm. Good beer. Mm. Like Which it. is all I need to really know about it to want to try it. The um, the packaging on it kind of reminds me of something against the grain would try to pull off. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So all their packaging has like this little gnome guy uh, in some sort of fashion. So this he's clutching some barley with the one hand and reaching into a beer with the other hand. Word. My kind of gnome. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah, so that's, that's their thing. Uh, this beer comes in at 4.2% ABV, uh, 18 IBUs, so really low on that. Um, it's got some nice carbonation to it, which kind of surprised me a little bit because I got this shipped to me at least a week ago, if not two weeks ago, and it's been sitting on top of my fridge since then. I've heard that's a good way to age it, the vibrations. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, damn, you're onto something. Can we talk about this last time? <laughs> I think so. I just had deja vu. I just fell for it twice. That's so terrible. Um, it's actually a little bit darker than I was expecting. It looks, uh, I mean, kind of like a like a cross between a like a West Coast IPA and like a New England style IPA, but not like not like orange juice kind of. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just like it's darker than a lot of like light beers would mm-hmm. be. Um, it smells pretty good too. It, it does. smells like it's going to be a grass cutting beer. It does. Agreed. It smells like a beer I want to be drinking outside right now. <laughs> That's pretty tasty. Um, I can again, see why that is considered. That's the session. Yeah, I can see why that is considered a session. I can definitely because yeah. uh, you can chug a gallon yeah. of it right now. <laughs> I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to combine chug and and electronically, crush, right? And it was starting to come out as a crash. I mean, that wasn't right either. So. Chuglonically, Krug it, Krug it, <laughs> Krug it. <laughs> either way. Uh, not as, I mean, granted, I know that it was on 18 IBUs, but I was still expecting a little bit of, like, some sort of bitterness to it. It's really but not. it's not. But it's it's also got a lot more flavor to it than, like, you know, a Bud Light or a Miller Light oh, yeah. or a Yingling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, mm, good beer. They, they nailed it right on the can. They got There's it. not a whole lot to say about it besides that. Um, it's bubbly and refreshing. Bubbly and Definitely refreshing. good grass-cutting beer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, this is available year-round in these 16-ounce cans and then on draft, and then the brew pub sells it by. Can we get it down here, or is it just up in Wisconsin? I, I think it might just be up there right now. They're still in their so unfortunate. kind so of many, early stages. So many good beers from Wisconsin are just mm-hmm. stuck in Wisconsin. Yeah, I think this is all relatively, relatively new, because, um, again, I don't think they're in the necessarily mass distribution stage mm-hmm. i think they have their brew pub and then they have probably their products in like local liquor stores or grocery stores and then other than that you're on your own you have to have a connect to ship it to you mm-hmm. but and you know a guy mm-hmm. i do know a guy reliable mm-hmm. good dude anyways yeah that's delicious and again that was the little barley from barley john's just hit your glass on your teeth. Sure did. Are you okay? Felt great. Do you need a therapist? Nope, I'm ready to go. Take five. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Quick bounce back. Yeah. And this is a wild rice brown ale. Is it a? Is it made from rice? Or it is it? made from rice. Wow. So is um, this gluten free? This is actually the beer that started it all oh. for uh, for Barley Johns. Um, 
I am the story intrigued. is he. Do you help? No. If you opened it up the other way like I do, you would have already had it open. I, I was Shut trying up. to talk at the same time. <laughs> I will never open a beer your way. Shut up. Ever. Ever, <laughs> ever. Anyways. Or so apparently the, the guy who started brewing this, um, talking to his wife one day, was like, well, there's brown ales, there's red ales, and there's blonde ales. Why aren't there brunette ales? Mm-hmm. So he then went on his little semi-adventure to try to figure out... Can I have a scosh more? A scosh, yeah. And a proper sippage? Absolutely. How about a smidge? Mm, I got I got at least a smidge in there. Can I have just a little scotch? I'm just kidding. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Gone too far. All right, anyways, Cutting yeah, this is, this is the signature beer of, of Barley John's. Uh, again, it is brewed with uh, some Minnesota-grown wild rice, um, which is going to be a very interesting take on a brown ale. Um, that I'm, and I was always a brown ale guy to start off with, so I'm uh, really excited to get into this one. Uh, it comes in at 7.2% ABV, <laughs> which is pretty high on uh, on the scale for a brown ale, and yeah, 50 real. IBUs, which is also pretty high on the bitterness scale for what is technically a brown ale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a lot lighter in color than I was expecting. So for on the being other labeled end, a brown ale, yeah, it's uh, rather not brown. No, it looks more brunette or blondy than brunetti. Mm-hmm. If I if I do say so myself. Brunetti. Um, lighter carbonation than the last one, but still some bubbles working the way up its gla- up the glass here. It smells interesting. Um, I smell it, but it, there's nothing really distinct about it. Yeah, it's there. I can tell it's a beer. It seems like it's going to be pretty light. Yeah, it does. Based on the nose. Yeah. And it is. It is. Again, surprisingly light for that... Um, that brown ale label. I don't. I think that's a little misleading. But uh, the only brown ale I have really any, you know, remembrance of is is Newcastle. Right. And this is very different. It's def- I mean, yeah. I mean, American brown ale versus English brown ale. But right. still, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Most. I mean, most. Especially even American brown ales. I feel like are a little bit more bready, mm-hmm. or have like a more of a malt flavor to it than this. And I mean, that's there a little bit, but it's. Really light, really refreshing. Um, Not really I, that bitter at right. all, I think. It's mm-hmm. kind of got some sweetness on the back end. Mm-hmm. I get like a really faint hint of like, like a chocolate, like a light chocolate almost. It's strange. It's like That's barely. Just... It's like barely there. But, yeah. Um, according to the website, they're supposed to be. Um, Toast and malt, soft chocolate, dark fruit, and vanilla. And I'm not really getting in, uh, in really any of that except for the faint hit of like a l- really light chocolate for some reason. Yeah. Um, but this is also pretty good, especially for a beer that comes in at 7.2% ABV and supposed to be relatively high on the bitter scale. I could crush these too. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm just thirsty today, but... I forgot... Um, what you said about the ABV that is pretty high for something that tastes like this. What is it again? Sorry, seven point two. Holy balls! Yeah, would not have guessed that at all. That'll get you wrecked. Yeah, <laughs> like you can play beer Olympics with this. Yeah, <laughs> right. You would die after <laughs> yeah, crushing two beers. Yeah, extremely dangerous. Um, yeah, but I, I enjoy it. Yeah, uh, it, I think it's just not, a little bit of mismatch from expectation to actual taste, mm-hmm. but not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty refreshing, pretty light for a beer that comes in at that ABV, and with the, as we mentioned, like the 
thoughts that you get or the like preconceived notions you have with brownies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like both of these beers. I would really like to see or try the rest of their lineup and kind of see what else they're about. But uh, so very good Steve's connection. Send him <laughs> no, our that way. is not a hint. <laughs> that is next time or when I get up there, I'm gonna go there. Oh no! So Steve's connection. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Either way works. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a very solid introduction to the brewery and makes me want to try what else I've got going on. And we also haven't podcasted in so long. We forgot to rate the first beer. Shit, yeah. And this one. So here's what we're going to do. We're just not going to rate these because I think we've talked pretty positive about it. Yeah. So we're just going to, you know, get over the fact that we didn't do that. I think they'd be hard to rate anyways, i am be honest. Here's the deal. Give it a thumbs up. If you're in Wisconsin, check that shit out. It's good. Mm-hmm. Both of them are great. I think that one could even be, I mean... It tastes like a session, but it's not. Yeah. If you drink two of those back to back, you're going to be feeling pretty all right. Absolutely. Now, if that's what you want in a session is an hour long, hit it. But, you know, like if you want to do like a true session beer, then the first, uh, uh, the, the, whatever it was called. A uh, little barley. That one would be a good one to hit. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Based on taste, I like the first one better. Same. Um but I like the second one as well, and like you're saying, yep. get you hammered pretty easily, so yep. that's always a plus. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. If that's what you're looking for. Right. If that's what you're into. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. Um, that's all the beers I got. We are moving right along. We are. Mm-hmm. Crushing it, just like these beers. All right, Danny boy. What you got for us this all um, week? So I was going to bring up the... Um, which we had talked about, and I didn't know existed until Steve brought it up, but the brand new um, festival that's going to be happening in Louisville, which is coincidentally called Bourbon and Beyond. Copyright. <laughs> yeah, they really wanted to include beer, but then they found us and decided to nix the beer. <clears throat> yeah, and they saw all the subscribers we had, mm-hmm. and like, whoa, we should... They didn't want to lost them. it. The funny thing is, like, throughout the marketing and, like, production of this, they had to have come across us at some point. Yeah. Now, they could have been working on this name a year ago, though, before mm-hmm. we even existed, you know, so. We should hit him up and try to get some free tickets. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Like, why wouldn't... Why, why, why shouldn't we? Why not? It's, it's fair. Let's we'll talk about it, you know? <laughs> but for, for those who haven't heard about it yet, it, um, and I'm still kind of learning about what all is going on, but it's a, um, a bourbon food and music festival um, that's going to be taking place in Louisville September 23rd through the 24th this year. I think I'm out of out of state those days. Of course. Oh, really? Of course. Like the sucks. one vacation that I have planned in ever. Fan friggin' tastic. Yeah. The um the lineup is pretty pretty solid. Yeah. For, like a first time thing. Absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Stevie Nicks, Eddie Vedder, Steve Miller Band, Band of Horses, one of my favorites. Um, Joe Bonamassa, Gary Clark Jr. One of my favorite contemporary guitar players. I would go just for Gary Clark Jr. To be honest, hell yeah, I would buy like I would buy a ticket if he was like the only headliner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we saw him at Forecast last year and he killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Rogers, Amos Lee, Amos Lee's fantastic. Big Amos Lee fan, buddy guy. First concert I ever went to. Love that guy. Um, Love it. And that many guy? more. You say many more. more? <laughs> many more oh. <laughs> but she might be there it's, it does say, at the very end it says and more so it could be that she's part of the two O's no that would be an excellent hint though oh my god <laughs> yeah um, 
so there's also going to be food um, and of course quite a bit of bourbon. Mm. So it's I don't think it's really connected to Forecastle. No. Um, it from what I heard, it's it's kind of started by a California marketing firm or something like that, mm-hmm. um, who have kind of come to the area. Apparently, Louisville had like set up this task force to um, kind of look at bringing other like arts and uh, festival type things to the area, and kind of through that, this has developed. Um, which again, I I just got back in the state a couple of days ago, and I'm still kind of figuring out what's going on with everything. But mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing about it, it looks like a really cool um, brand new event. Yeah, it's at Champions Park, which is where uh, Louder Than Life takes place. And that's right, and it's it's the same company that does Louder Than Life. Correct. That is setting this up. Yeah, it's down from uh, Down River Road a ways uh, towards the highway uh, seventy one. There, uh, it's a pretty cool little park. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's that you said it's that Saturday the twenty third and Sunday the twenty fourth, right? It's a mm-hmm. two day. Yeah, I'm looking at the tickets right now, and the first tier of tickets has already sold out. So that's pretty impressive. Really? Damn. Yeah, and those were starting at 120 So tickets are not cheap for the weekend. Um, but tier two is now available, and they jumped up $20 to 13950 And it looks like they're doing the whole thing that Forecastle does, and the, tickets, the ticket sale fees go up every tier. So the first tier was 1478 added on per ticket, and now it's 1540 so, if you're interested, you better hop on it quick because there's probably only three tiers, just like Forecastle, and I bet it probably jumps up another fifteen, twenty, twenty dollars. Probably, and but it'll you know sell what? Out pretty quickly, it will. Yeah, and I mean, for me, honestly, I'm more excited about this lineup than I am as a whole. I the, think the Forecastle than Forecastle this mm-hmm. year. So I, I'm totally fine with that price. Like I would. Yeah. Would and probably will pay that to go to this because um, I'm kind of excited about a lot of these guys that are coming around. But, all things considered, the connection that we somehow got into Tailspin, even after being washed, uh, we <laughs> the, the same person that got my brother uh, kind of hooked up with those tickets also gets connected with like... Uh, not Abbey Road, but the uh, the reggae festival that's every year, mm-hmm. and he could have gotten louder in life tickets last year, so hold out because I'm gonna see if there's any connection with that same person that can get tickets for this. Anytime. So, graded tickets for this are a lot more expensive than Tailspin, but yeah. you know it would be pretty sweet if we could get a couple tickets. <clears throat> to our listeners, just so you know, we all love free stuff. Great free. It's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Free is amazing. If you yeah. feel so inclined to just send us something for free. We'll get a P.O. box for you. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. Right. <laughs> Some of us love washing free stuff and then having to buy two tickets <laughs> because they were only selling them as a pair. <laughs> Shots fired on yourself. I yeah. honestly completely forgot about that. Yeah. I did too until I went up and I'm staring at your washing machine. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a gentle reminder every time we're down here. Yeah. <laughs> My worst enemy. That's <laughs> hilarious. We just said that at the same time. Gross. We got to go jump off the roof. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, that'll be pretty cool. But I don't know if I really want to. Have you I'm heard gonna... any more like about any more than what I? No. Said? No. It, it's been very 
loosely put out into the world. I mean, FPK has been promoting it, um, but specifics, no, I haven't really heard anything. So you pretty much got it. Yeah. Um, I know we've mentioned it in probably every other episode, but while we're on the topic of music, all them witches is uh, in about what a week and a half. April twenty eighth. April twenty oh, eighth, man. Show. It's a Friday. Yeah. I have free tickets to that. I have two free tickets right. for me and Natalie. I hate you. Um, well, we need to get on getting our tickets. We need to home. get our tickets. We need to arrange a DD because yeah. your boy's planning on getting wasted. Is it on a weeknight? It's a Friday. It's a Friday night. So we yeah. gon' die. <laughs> and I would have died anyway. And it'll be my fr- yeah Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> whatever. Dude, the show <laughs> went to the last time that you drove, and our and Kristen was there. She bought like tequila shots and stuff. I was, I was. Shit was wild. I was toasted. It was a Tuesday. I don't even remember getting. You were homeless level drunk. I don't even remember getting home. (laughs) I don't remember getting home. It was bad. But yeah, that'll be a fun time because that'll be my first newly remodeled. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Yeah, my first time there to check it out. It looks awesome. Stage looks great. Lighting, new sound, and I mean, like the sound that was in there before was phenomenal so i can only imagine what they did when they had more of a budget for better sound equipment yeah. so mm-hmm. i'm i'm stoked to check it out yeah my yeah. biggest hope is um, that with a new stage setup you can see the stage better you can from, it's elevated okay good yeah it's that was my one stage. big gripe with with the way things were yeah, before if you were in the if back you, if you were in the front row you couldn't see right no it's actually elevated i don't think it's as high as like headliners is I think it's still like, you know, I think it's only like foot and a half or two, but that's just from pictures. I could be completely wrong, but I know it's definitely, it is a legit stage. So, um, cool. they've definitely made great improvements and honestly, they're probably going to be putting a hurting on some of the venues because I mean, Z-Bar was a staple venue to play before they upgraded. So they were bringing in people that I couldn't believe they were getting for the, the size of that space. Right. Like, the, some of the bands they had play there needed to be at Headliners. Yeah. You know, or Mercury, you know. So, yeah, now they can. I, I think it upped their capacity by, like, 200 people or something. So, they've got a lot more uh, real estate there to mess with. Good for so, them. That's exciting. For sure, yeah. And they've got great beer. They do have great beer. Yeah. And pretty good food, too. I don't know if you've ever I, eaten there. No, I haven't. I've um, been too drunk for that, usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do have great food. <laughs> Go there for dinner sometime. The, like you, the you sandwiches it, they have are pretty damn good. You would think it's just, like, pub food, but it's... I mean, it is. It's it's bar food, but, like... But it's good bar food. It's damn good bar food. It's not just, like, a, a Cisco truck flab of meat thrown into a freaking, you know, frying pan <laughs> and then given to you on a shitty paper plate. <laughs> like, it's a legit good burger, you know? And you can tell it's, like... Hand hand mashed, you know, it's put together. So, uh, and somebody touched it with their actual hands. Yeah, yeah. It's not out of a plastic <laughs> bag from the freezer. Yeah, that sounds tight. But I have not been yet. But now that we're talking about food, I got all excited. I know. But parlor is open. I was gonna say. Oh yeah. I was down there. Um, so sorry to cut you off, but that's the brand new uh, pizza place mm-hmm. on the Jefferson Jeffersonville side Jefferson of the still? walk. Jeffersonville side of the walking bridge. Um, Pizza place slash craft beer haven. Yeah, that's what like, I hear. Yeah, but they have like but I was, outside. Yes, I was down there last night um, walking on the bridge, and it was popping. And it, <laughs> as the kids say, hello, the club was popping on the night that I was around. <laughs> it was bowling. And it off, was it was off the chain. It was lit AF, fam. <laughs> 
there were a ton of people there, but I didn't realize how much like outdoor seating they had. And there's also like a garage um, that's detached that looks like it has its own bar. It I'm really excited to go check it out. Yeah, it's uh, they have a really sizable beer garden uh, mm-hmm. and some great beers on tap. I I went the day after they opened. And I haven't been back yet. I kind of forgot about it for a second. I'm, You're welcome. I'm off today, so I might have to <laughs> on over there tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't been yet, but it's tight. I've been riding up that way, and and I always go by it, and it's like, what, what day was it? Uh, Monday when I went riding, and I drove up into towards Jeff, and I mean it was like two o'clock on a Monday, and it was crowded. Like it's just yeah, good weather is bringing all the good, you know the people out. So it's like the Indiana Garage Bar. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, I was going to ask you that. Like, has anyone at Garage Bar really talked about it? Is like looking... No, no just because it's on the other side of the river. Yeah, they don't yeah. talk about Indiana. And when they do, it's negatively. Right, yeah. <laughs> it really grinds my gears sometimes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it does. It has the same look and like kind of social outside aspect yeah. as, as Garage Bar does. Anytime anyone in Louisville talks about anything in Indiana, they're like, oh, over in Indiana? I'm like, it's right fucking there. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) They are potential competition. I'm like, I have a closer drive to work than most of you, so shut up. Right, yeah, seriously. I don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. It's Kentuckyana, right? Right, yeah. (laughs) Like, you're barely in Kentucky. (laughs) Like, I guess we're barely in Indiana, so like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We're a lot of it. Like, I've, I've migrated. Who was more closely aligned with New Albany and Jeff than oh, the yeah. rest of Kentucky? Yeah, for sure. I've migrated down south too, so I have a yeah different perspective. But right, yeah, that makes sense. Point is, they can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and you're fired. And that, yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, we're. Uh, back for one episode we'll probably be back in like five weeks or something so thanks again <laughs> no. for tuning in uh, yeah we're gonna in all seriousness we'll we'll try to yeah. get back on a regular schedule i was on vacation for a week there was other shit going on yeah i gave birth to a kid That's uh, wild. yeah it was only right case in indiana actually in the world uh, that a male <laughs> gave birth to a kid so it's far out it was bad but um it, not, it was bad. <laughs> not really. I didn't give birth to a kid. It's fine. Don't don't Google me or anything. Uh, but yeah, so with that, I guess we'll call this episode 11. Uh, what did we say we were going to call it? You we, Gutter Pappy. Gutter Pappy. Gutter Pappy. All right. I got to remember that. All right, guys. We'll, we'll be back soon. And uh, have a, a great week or whenever this is posted. Just have a great whenever the hell that you hear this. But we'll be back and uh, enjoy a good beer or a good glass of bourbon and uh, enjoy this good weather. Cheers.